Hi, I'm Ann Gannon, and welcome to my podcast, The Franchise Accelerator. As the founder of the Largo Group, I have provided accounting services with a specialty in the hospitality industry over the last decade. I have prided myself on finding a way to work with my clients, not just where their businesses are today, but working with them to scale. What I've realized over the course of this work, this mission, is that the common challenge for business owners is how to scale. How can you go from one location to many locations if there's just you? This is why we've started the Franchise Accelerator, because inside you is a great idea that can scale. And with the right tools, the right techniques, you too can create a franchise, a brand that's more than just you grinding it out, working 80 hours a week and sacrificing for your business. You can create a brand that can stand alone and can truly create financial wealth for your family. I'm so excited to be a part of your journey and I look forward to being with you every week as we join on this adventure together. Okay, hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of our Shopmaker podcast. I'm very excited to be joined by Shanice Miller, who is giving up her time to spend some time with us this morning. So Shanice, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Anne. I am so happy to be here with you. Great. Well, I would love to start the conversation um, by talking a little bit about your background. I know um, from everything I've read that you really focus on helping people be more efficient and do do less <laughs> while getting better results. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it all started because I really had to live through the pain of watching my father build a thriving seven-figure business. And as his health declined, because he was the only one in charge and he was the one that did, that business was no longer there to support him when he could no longer show up. And it was just over that time that I realized that you can build a great business, you can be a great business leader, you can be a great CEO, you can run a really amazing business and be making a lot of money, but it's still not enough. And so having that insight really made me worried about my business, other business owners like you, just like I was worried about my dad. And now it's really my mission to show other people like you and your listeners that you don't have to feel or be trapped in your business as long as you can do less. That's such a good message. <laughs> um, you know, I definitely think a lot of our listeners are in the hospitality space. So I think um, sometimes that's a hard thing to do. Um, so where do you start with someone who says, you know, you're 100% right, you know, especially say a restaurant owner, I, I am the only one, um, or this business is me or my customers want to see me, you know, whatever that starting point is, you know, what is one of the first things that you um, talk about with someone like that? Yeah, so I mean, that's a really great question. And and really, when I was looking around, I saw that you had the franchise accelerator. And that is really how a lot of restaurant owners can do less um, when they are franchising. So having them to be in a certain mindset, that is really the first step to really get that how can we be more hands off? What are the things that I can do that takes up less of my time? What can I delegate to someone else? So a lot of times when I'm working with clients, we talk about how, what are things that we can automate? What are things that we can eliminate? And what are things that we can delegate? And 
even if someone's sitting up there and they're telling me like, you know, it's, I'm the face of the business. Everyone wants to see me. Yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can transition and help you to transition into um, you doing less. Yeah, no, and I agree. And I think, you know, I try to tell that to them too. It's like, if you go to, you know, Chick-fil-A, you're not expecting the owner to be yes. behind the counter, but you're still going to have a nice experience. So I think yes. sometimes it's a, you know, misconception with their clients that like, yes, their clients love to see you, but they may be happy anyway. So yes. um, yeah, no, I, I agree. And so talk a little bit about that mindset, because I find that sometimes it's just fear-based, right? That you don't want to let anyone down. And so you're controlling everything because you're afraid of, you know, of it, of failure, right? You're afraid of making a mistake and, and think that you're the only one who can do it a certain way. And so therefore you have to, to do it that way. What are, what are some of your thoughts um, about that? Yeah, so really in order to make more money, in order to be financially secure, you really do have to do less. Um, and exactly what you said, that you are going to have to give up some of that control too. And giving up doesn't mean giving up. You can't be the center of your business. You can't be the only person doing. You have to delegate. Um, you have to create systems. And sometimes you mentioned something really important, which was, I don't know if someone can do it as good as I can do it, or I don't know if they're going to do it like me. And what we help a lot of our clients do is to really, we do a process called task map, task mapping, which is our 3D method, where we're really sitting down with the person. We're asking them, you know, first define, what are you trying to accomplish with this? What are you doing each step of the way? Because a lot of times people say like, I'm the secret sauce, I'm the strategy but we are saying and doing the same things over and over again. So there is some repetition. There are things that can be automated or there are things that you say that someone else can say and ask as well. And so we get to the bottom of that and really map out that strategy portion and then we implement it. So we upload, um, we do, we implement, we upload everything into a particular software, adding in the automations and really putting that system together for you. So these systems are really designed with you in mind to really get you to do less, to be able to delegate effectively. And then you can feel more confident in handing over that job to someone else because now you know that person has this checklist of items that you do each time and you're going to give them that same checklist that they have to check off and your customers can get that same quality, get those same questions asked. And a lot of times I do have clients as well where they say, okay, well, what if I'm still scared? I'm still worried. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I said, okay, well, before you hand off to the client the finished product, um, you can have a quality assurance or quality control mm. check as well. So we would add that into the okay. process too until you feel comfortable and you can give that person that you're delegating to any updates or you know some something that's in alignment. So for restaurant owners in particular, like we're really mapping out the whole customer journey from the time that someone first finds out about you online or wherever you're marketing all the way through to the point where the person leaves out and what are the things that you really want the person to experience as they're going through that journey of being in your restaurant? Uh -huh. Like if you want to make sure 
someone's greeting them at the front, we can make sure that they have a check-in type of thing and they're asking them these certain questions, greeting them this certain way. And that can be your brand and everyone can be doing and following those same checklists. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. No, I love that. So what I guess has changed in your world with technology, because it seems like, um, especially in hospitality, there's a lot of new technology that's out there that's available. Um, have you seen people willing to embrace technology more and being more open to technology? I definitely have. So of course, the pandemic really changed a lot of restaurant owners, the way they went about and did things. And they realized that they had to embrace technology or else their business was going to be in the drain. I actually saw, um, worked with one particular client, they had a Chinese food store. And if they did not embrace the technology of having DoorDash incorporating that into their business, they wouldn't have 3X their revenue over that period of time versus beforehand, which, and it was crazy, but it was amazing to see that just adding some of these little technology things was really giving them um, that leg up during this time where a lot of other people were struggling and having to close the doors. And so other restaurant owners can do the same thing. We can incorporate that technology in there for you into your company and into how you're already doing things. Um, Because I know that's a big fear too. How do I do it? Um, What, how, you know, it's so much for me to learn or so much for me to try to figure out and how to, I, how do I connect this to my website so that we can get these orders? Yeah. And I think with technology, I find that, um, you know, there's, there's some that love it that have embraced technology and all that it can do. And then I think there's others who, you know, if it's not perfect, they kind of shy away from it, but I think mm-hmm. it's kind of managing expectations. Cause you know, I don't think technology is ever going to be perfect. It's never going to be, you know, fully replacing everything, but like I said, if there's a way to find efficiency to be able to do less and have more information so you can manage you know, quicker, um, you know, it, it can still be a win. So sometimes I think it's just, you know, managing those expectations a little yeah, bit. I definitely agree. But I see it also going in that way of like how we always thought of service with a smile. But then we see places like McDonald's or certain fast food restaurants, and they're doing all of these automated checkouts. And so you see that now there is a shift definitely in that thinking in that service with a smile maybe going more so towards the automation yeah and I think there's also I mean what do you think because I find that the clients that have embraced more technology especially like hospitality there's the apps or you know things you kiosk where someone can you know check out at their table without having to get the server to come back and I mean it seems like customers are more open to it sometimes than the business owner because it seems like you know like you said COVID's kind of accelerated customer acceptance of technology I mean you think about you know self-checkout at the grocery store like it seems like they're more like oh this is more convenient this is fine you know I still can see the employee I just don't have to wait in line for the you know full service checkout what are what are your thoughts on that oh so I kind of see it both ways like Sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'm like, I really wish this server came around more. Like what happened to that customer service aspect of it? But at the same time, that convenience factor plays in. So if I do see a long line at the grocery store, I might go, oh, I'm going to head on to (laughs) self-checkout with my couple of items. (laughs) 
things. Right. So I think it is that, you know, give and take, you know, especially for high-end restaurants or, you know, you have a certain level. So you do still want those servers to be there and give that great customer service. But other restaurants, like I went to a Korean barbecue, not Korean barbecue, um, was it? Oh, I can't think of it. Just lost my mind. <laughs> but I, I went to a Korean barbecue place not that long ago, and they were starting to bring the trays out on a robot. And so it was like, that was oh, wow. really cool. They still had someone to take all the stuff off the trays, but it was really cool kind of seeing that starting to go in action. And yeah. you still had that server who was taking, but it's just about incorporating and not necessarily eliminating everything and giving people that shock. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about some of the wins that you've seen. So, you know, people who you've worked with to, you know, really, it sounds like transform their life um, in the, or at least their mindset of how, you know, they approach how hard they have to work to be successful. Oh, yeah. So one of the biggest things that I've seen for a lot of clients is just clients will be slipping through the cracks. And one client in particular, we had, we saw that she was getting a lot of like people reaching out to her view via different methods. So she kind of had certain people come to her in the in DMs. Some people were emailing her and then she would schedule an appointment. So you're going back and forth with the scheduling and all that to get on a phone call just for her to forget to send the proposal. So I know that's not necessarily something in the restaurant space, but that were, those were processes that we streamlined. Now, in the restaurant type air arena, you might streamline making sure that you're having those checks with good customer service, good customer care. Um, how often do you want the person to come by and check on someone? And having that process kind of outlined for the employee training so that employees can go back and reference it and be able to give customers that same level so the customer feels very good about okay, how things are presented and how they were talked to, how people interacted with them and how they were greeted as they came in and when they left. Those were all things that could be streamlined as well as like we talked about earlier with you know, doing the self-checkout because servers now, you know, instead of running to the back and running your credit card, they're coming out with those little machines and you're putting it in right in front of you. Right. And then you can just, you know, sign right there. And I think that's, a great thing as well, not to get off topic, but um, when we started having a lot of credit card fraud, so now someone is not going in the back and, you know, your credit card information feels a little bit more secure since it's right in front of you. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think people like that, um, you know, which again goes back to just being open to to all of the things that are that are changing. So as you go into, you know, the next couple of years, what do you see on the horizon for you know, most business owners, do you think that, um, you know, what, I guess, what are you kind of recommending to them is you think technology will continue to be at the forefront or, you know, I mean, now that we kind of leave COVID and move forward, what are some of the things that you're talking about with your, with your clients? Yes, I think technology is definitely at the forefront. Um, I do still believe that customer service is so important. Um, I do not like losing certain personal touches and things like that. So for certain clients and restaurant owners, nurturing those clients you already had is very important. So we set up different 
marketing email campaigns so that the person is automatically reached out to over time, not just for promotions, but, you know, happy birthdays. Hey, how's everything going? I hope you enjoyed and giving that customer feedback afterwards after, you know, going to the restaurant. So you're getting more reviews online. Just all of those things really play into you having a very effective and efficient business. And you're not the one who has to email every customer individually afterwards. We're already setting it up automatically. It's already being listed for that person to do reminder emails for them to follow up with and just really putting it in place. How can I do less each day? Yeah, no, that's awesome. (laughs) So well, great. So tell us about your challenge, the um, what you have going on. Yeah, so I have a free training on how restaurant owners and business owners can get to six and seven figures while doing less. And a lot of times we will sit and we'll get on a call as well to talk about your systems, what you already have there, how we can take what you already have and just enhance what you're doing. We're not going to try to rewrite or reword everything that you're doing because you are that expert and that professional, but just take a couple of additional um, tactics that we know have worked and really to help you streamline your processes. That's awesome. And I really think now is such a good time to anyone listening, you know, because things were kind of blown up through COVID and just may do with what we have. I think this is such an important time in your business to just reset and take a look at the processes and you you probably have a different staff than you had two or three years ago. So this couldn't have come at a better time, I think, for most of our listeners. So I very much encourage everyone to to really take a look at what Shanice has to offer, because I think this is um, just such a worthwhile thing to look at right now as we head into 2023. Oh, thank you. And your listeners can always find that on your special page. They can go to tasleygroup.com slash shopmaker. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, tell us quickly, uh, outside of that page, is there anywhere else um, they can find you or what you're up to? Well, yes, they can find me on Instagram at tasleygroup underscore or LinkedIn Shanice Miller. But everything else is found on that same page, tasleygroup.com slash shopmaker. Perfect. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again for being such a great guest and all of your insight. And uh, I'm going to go check it out right now. Thank you.